0: You are listening to KPSQLP Fayetteville. The opinions expressed on this show are not necessarily those of this station. Please check with a trusted health advisor or for following any medical advice.
1: You You are listening to the Wendy Lovett Show with Topher Kogan. Live around the world on kpsq.org and 97.3 FM Fayetteville. On tonight's show, our guests are Go- F- oh my goodness, Foggy Bobcat, <laughs> Jamie McGaw, Jennifer Calvert, and Taraka White. Oh my goodness, we had they uh, <laughs> have a tongue twister name. Tongue twisters tonight. And now it's my pleasure to introduce my friend Topher, a black boy.
2: Hey, Wendy. Hello. How
1: are you? I know.
0: I'm great. How are you? I'm good. Good. Um, thank you for using um, my government name <laughs> that um, is on Facebook that I was born with. A lot of people think it's fake, but, it's I know, just, but it just sounds funny. But
1: you know, I'm sure you had to show them your ID. Yeah.
0: So, face, yeah. Facebook contacted me, and they were like, um, we think this is a joke, uh-huh. and we need some credentials. So I had to like give my passport, my ID. Uh-huh. And it's All it's, it's right there. In, it is in, totally in black and passport.
1: white. There we go. There we go. <laughs>
0: black and white and just a touch brown.
1: I know. I was I was laughing the other day, uh well, you and I were on a a podcast oh, med- yeah. Medical Marijuana Radio mm-hmm. and uh and the the gentleman was uh, a little nervous to say <laughs> to say yeah. it, and uh, and you were saying how you kind of enjoy the uncomfortableness that comes with it. Yes,
0: it's so funny because like like nothing in the phrase is offensive. No, but it's just like to black voice, like what, people what? don't want
1: to say it. <laughs> I, you know, I remember when I first saw it. Actually, I was also afraid to say it. You contacted me yeah. to to uh, to do an interview and. Um, and I was like, hmm, <laughs> what should I call him? <laughs> it's really funny. Yeah. Um, but, uh, but it's a statement, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. So what has been going on, anyway? Um, well, besides it being hot damn. It is very hot outside mm. and in here,
0: I think. Yeah. Yes. Um, it's been going good. Uh, I went to the movies recently. You did? Yes. Uh, uh, I saw Shazam the new D.C. movie that's come out. Oh. Yes. How was that? It was okay. Oh. I've been hearing the words thrown around, this is the best D.C. EU, or I think I said that right, um,
1: what does that mean? I don't know what
0: all those letters are. <laughs> so the so it's, um DC is the comics. Okay. And then um, EU is just extended universe. Okay. Yeah. All right. All right. I think that's what that is.
1: So on the Topher Kogan scale of one to ten, mm-hmm. what, where would you put this movie? Hmm. Maybe like a maybe like a seventy. A seventy. Um. Oh. A seven. <laughs> yeah, seven-E. Oh, seven-E. Yeah. Oh.
0: Like, uh, seven-ish. So, like, so people were saying that they really liked it, but I was like, I liked Wonder Woman
1: a lot more. Oh, all right. Yeah. yeah. Um, but it was very funny. I know. Oh, it's funny. Well, that's mm-hmm. good. I, I may see it if it's funny. I know you're really into these superhero-ish kind of movies. Yeah. Yeah. So, I'm, I can be, I guess. Mm-hmm. I mean, I really loved...
0: Because what did you go see?
1: I can't remember. And you said that you
0: didn't think you'd like it but then
1: you liked it I can't remember what that was but but, um, you know like I like uh, well I like the series um, well I liked Wonder Woman of course Mm -hmm. and you know but it's not really a a genre that I am drawn to you know um, but anyway I'm glad that you liked it and a seven is pretty good it's not like it's a total thumbs down yeah No. No. (laughs) no it was a completely enjoyable experience yeah well, cool. So, did you make it to the gym last week? That
0: went.
1: You did Why not. Why are you coming in here, attacking me <laughs> like this? You feel attacked? <laughs> oh, you poor dear. I know. Let me do a little more. <laughs> <laughs> Get your butt to the gym. I know. I need to go. I need I to know. go. I need to. Go. I know. I haven't been going very much, but I have been having an arthritic flare up. Okay. Um, you know, I have psoriatic arthritis, and uh, it does just, um, it does flare up now and then mm-hmm. and despite all of my best efforts so I try to stay positive and, and keep moving but um, the gym is just a little too much right now but I, I actually am better yeah. and I uh, am planning to go tomorrow actually yeah. and get moving again. You know so. I'll, say, I'll say the reason I haven't been going
0: is I've just been a little busy and like on times that I usually go I'm like well I can't go because I need to go to sleep so I can have time, or so I can have like the energy to do the stuff later. Mm-hmm. So we'll
1: say that. Okay, but you know it gives you more energy over time. I mean, I am the same way. I just mm-hmm. sometimes if I, the, if joint pain gets to a point, I just know that I need to you know get a little extra rest. Yeah. But over time, you actually have more energy from going. Right. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you've experienced that. I'll say yeah. Like it definitely.
0: On the, I feel it on the mental side of just like you feel more like motivated to just get your stuff done. So uh-huh. I agree with that, but that's a positive thing at the gym.
1: Yeah, for sure. And we've talked about you know the whole endorphin thing. You I know, still have not heard of this <laughs> gym high. don't think you've never had it no never ever had it no oh my goodness Mm -hmm. I know well you know um my wife tells me the same thing that she has never had and see I don't think think it's real (laughs) if Angela is then it's not if Angela says it's not real then it can't be real
3: so you can always use those like amphetamine based pre-workouts
1: Oh, no. Yeah. What are you talking about,
0: that's, what, that? that's
3: what's in pre-workout to make you go so fast. Let me tell you what it is. Amphetamines. Uh-uh.
0: <laughs> no. no. So my brother, used Yeah, it's he like hydroxycut. To... Yeah. <laughs> no.
3: Yeah. So my
0: brother, he used to take those, and he would say that if he took them and then didn't go work out, he would get, like, jittery and itchy. Yeah. And I'm like, that's too close to drugs for me. It, it's um, just drugs, like, <laughs> at that point. That's really what it, it is. Yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah. Um... Well, I, I, we can we can ask our health guest about those those power drinks and uh, amphetamine uh, type capsules that people take, um, you know. But I think we all kind of already know <laughs> what she's probably going to say about them. Um, but I I do feel like at least for me, when uh, endorphin kick aside, when I'm going regularly, I yep. feel like I have more energy and I feel more positive. So, and it could be just. Um, it could be a mental thing, because I know I'm doing something good for myself, and so obviously to doing self-care makes us feel better, don't you yeah. think? Yeah, definitely. Do you, do you, have you done other things for self-care in the last um... week?
0: I'm going to count, I'm going to count reading into
3: this. <laughs> All right,
0: yeah. I am, don't laugh at me. We called
3: you by your full name. We're Zachary. just picking things that we do. we <laughs> self-care now.
0: Um, You
1: know, wearing socks is my self-care <laughs> <laughs> um,
3: Breathing, I think breathing is great <laughs> self-care. <laughs>
1: breathing is great self-care. You know, and you know, you most know what, people do not breathe properly. Yeah. They're not. But you know, you know. what really just
0: uh, lets me unwind
1: when I get home?
3: A good long blink just a good long good long blink, blink. blink just yeah. one one big one yep, what does that mean bling. I do that for about eight you hours mean, a day
1: you mean blinking your eyes is <laughs> yeah is that, <laughs> <laughs> have you tried? The, I mean, it's a great self-care. A long blink. I think yes. I struggle. I blink. think you should look into the camera and uh, for our, our, our viewers that are going to watch it on TV. And demonstrate a good long blink. Okay, here we go. I have to take wait, my wait, take your glasses off. off. All right, let's see a good long okay. blink. I'm anxious
0: for this. Okay, now. camera one.
4: Can we <laughs> zoom yeah. in on
0: these on these peepers? Okay, here we go. Count me down, Wendy. All right, five, four, three, two, one. <laughs> mm, you just gotta let it just sit in uh-huh. You're
3: just closing your eyes,
0: Topher <laughs> Ooh, that's what blinking is <laughs> That's what blinking is <laughs> And that's how you do a good long blink
1: That's a good long blink, well alright, recommendation from Topher Kogan yeah. Do a good long blink the moment you get home Exactly <laughs> Absolutely You know, even just like when you're driving <laughs> <laughs> Please you're driving. do not do a good long blink when you're driving I already so read
0: the disclaimer <laughs>
1: <laughs> is that self-care, yeah. closing your eyes right? <laughs> That is not self-care. Um, so I just want to mention the Green Heart Festival is coming up, and we've been super busy getting ready for this thing. On, it's Fayetteville's first big 420 celebration, and uh, it's in the evening on April 20th from 6 to 10 p.m., and we're so excited about everything that's happening, including we're going to be having a joint rolling contest with I'm excited for that with hemp flower of course course. stay awake coppers (laughs) exactly everything above board Uh and uh, it will be judged by uh, local CBD Thank you so much, Adrian.
5: Hi, world!
1: <laughs> Internet
5: coming soon to you. Yes,
1: Adrian just fixed our broadcast. We'll see. Thank goodness. So. <laughs> anyway, um, yeah, so I hope you'll all join us at the Green Heart Festival here in Fayetteville Trailside Village. And um, on this Saturday, we have Women's Concert yeah. Series with Samantha Hunt. And I'm bringing that up now because we are giving away two tickets at the end of the show. Nice. So people call in and be entered to win two tickets to see Samantha Hunt as part of our women's concert series Saturday night at the 612 Coffeehouse and Bar. I'm excited. Yes. So I think it may be time for our musical guest. All right. Let me introduce our
0: musical guest. As they open the door, our musical guest is a four-piece rock band from
5: Fayetteville, welcome to the show, Foggy Bobcat. Is it Foggy Bobcat or Foggy Cat? It is
0: Foggy
5: Bobcat, just one of them. Just bobcat. one? Yeah, so which one of bobcat. you is the Bobcat in this situation? We actually have a mascot that is the Bobcat, named Sam. Is it an actual Bobcat? It was an actual Bobcat. Now is it it's, stuffed? Uh, yeah, it's taxidermied. What
0: did you get it stuff or did you find it No, it, it was
5: actually given to me um, by my stepdad about probably 10 years ago, and then someone gave it to him who knows who. I don't actually okay. know the history of the Bobcat. Why did he give it to you? Have
0: you had an affinity for Bobcats on all the- this whole time? Yeah, no, he, uh, he just
5: kind of gives me weird gifts sometimes. <laughs> he's, okay. a, he's an interesting man, man. He so, did, the, did that come after you named
1: the band Foggy Bobcat? Or? No, it was actually the inspiration
5: for oh. the name Foggy Bobcat. We uh, we were talking about how we we're gonna need a fog machine when we were starting the band, and uh, I suggested we strap the fog machine to the bobcat, <laughs> and that was it. What? That was Foggy Bobcat. So.
0: I, Inspiration
5: ahead. might be a strong word. <laughs> <laughs>
0: so, is it, is it spitting fog, or is it just? No, actually, it uh, it? we never
5: pulled. Uh, we never pulled the trigger on strapping a fog machine to the taxidermy bobcat. You yeah, just named him Samuel and we, yeah, yeah. with you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but maybe, uh, maybe now we'll, we'll do that. All right, I like
1: it. So, who are some of your um, influences besides this this bobcat?
6: <laughs> um, I think we all like uh, the Raccoons a lot. Maybe the Arctic Monkeys, the Gorillas, um, the gorillas, Red Hot Chili Peppers—kind of somewhere in that like rock music, but not something that's too heavy. Something that right. like a lot of people can listen to. Nice,
1: I like that. So you brought in your CD. I'll hold up for the camera here. Um, and uh, is this a new CD that you've released?
5: Uh, it's the newest one we have. Okay. Um, we recorded that probably about a year ago now.
1: Yeah. Foggy bark that, that voodoo, I like it. And uh, what's the first track that we're gonna hear?
5: First track is called Blackout. Um, it was written about a friend of ours uh, who kind of, kind of up and left unexpectedly,
1: mm-hmm.
5: and uh, that was the inspiration for it. All right,
1: let's hear it.
2: Why did you bother, why did you bother to change The way that you feel so hard to explain I know your reasons, they're never the same But trust you so right, it's all just hit game to swallow
0: to figure out which voice from here that was coming from. Oh right. But I couldn't. And it's Matthew. Right, Matthew. It's Matthew
5: Matt, yeah. is not here. Only one is
0: Matthew. Yeah. <laughs> Matthew, come to the studio so I can say how good I like your voice. Uh, but what other parts were like what I hear that was y'alls or which so, parts of the song so I can say what I like from
5: I'm that. the drummer.
0: Okay. I love the drums. And, you're I th- <laughs>
6: <laughs> and your name is Sawyer. Oh, Sorry. Uh, My name's David, and I play guitar. Okay, I
0: love those. Thanks. (laughs) And
6: Kyle, bass. I love that. It's <laughs> not as <he's> <laughs> easy to please as you, might, as you might think.
1: So that's saying something. <laughs> I thought it had sounded a little bit punkish to me. Like I grew up yeah. in the seventies yeah. and eighties, you know. Mm-hmm. And um I kinda had that a little bit of that vibe going. So, we, so we I do enjoyed have, it. Uh,
5: we have one punk actual punk song. Oh, you do? that we never play live. <laughs> We're going to one day. <laughs> it is, it, it is, is not, it not recorded it's not right. recorded,
1: alright, well we'll look for that in the future, what are we going to hear next?
5: next is going to be Dank Business Ooh, um, it is perfect. not about dank and it is not about business uh, <laughs> it is pretty much just uh, just a love song that was my joke by the way That's that was my joke that. <laughs> That's that. Uh, and uh, yeah it's just kind of a, kind of a love song yeah it's seen? about relationships, just yeah. love the struggle
6: of being with people
1: trying to figure out how to cope
5: together. Okay. Like it so could be dank business. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, mean, I need some dank to get you that business. <laughs> wow. this music? This music? Uh, you can order the EP on Bandcamp. Our music is available on Spotify and iTunes, YouTube. Apple Music, YouTube, pretty much All the usual suspects. Nice. and
1: Wonderful. And, and uh, if they want an actual CD? Uh,
5: actual CD, you can order one or you can come to our show and Perfect. buy one in person. Yeah,
1: absolutely. So tell us when your next uh, performances are.
6: So we'll be playing, uh, next show is actually at Crystal Bridges. It's going to be for teen night. It's on Friday. It uh, starts at 7 to 8.30. It'll be kind of our usual stuff, but a little more family-friendly, a little more like easy for the kids and stuff like that. Wonderful. Um, mm-hmm. And then we'll be playing a few weeks after that in Hot Springs on the 17th at Maxine's.
1: Oh, great. Nice venue. That's mm-hmm. great. People can catch you there. Well, thank you so much for joining us, and I hope you stick around for the end of the show when we take some calls. Um, Thank you for having us. I appreciate it. Thank you. The Wendy Lovett Show is sponsored in part by the Holos Foundation for Transpersonal Healing. Please check them out at holosfound.org. And uh, we are about to move into the green zone. We don't have any music for our different segments tonight so we're just going to keep talking and keep this rolling i can sing smoking too long if you want you want to sing smoking too long <laughs> we can try zach can you sing smoking too long no i cannot you sing cannot all right well that's Meredith that's Cisco, we'll have to have you back again sometime yeah, willie just
3: gets yeah. to live in that, that <laughs>
1: position i think well we are in the green zone and our guest tonight is jamie mcgaw jamie is a fifth generation native of northwest arkansas he has uh, mastered the arts and drama from the Uni- University of Arkansas, and he lived in New York City for 14 years, where he was a professional stage actor, songwriter, and musician. Jamie returned to Fayetteville in 2008 and is currently the director of development for Theater Squared. Tonight, he is in the green zone because he has created a short film called Chronic. Welcome to the show, Jamie. Thanks for having I'm, me. I'm so glad you're here, and uh, thank you for giving me a little peek into Chronic. Um, I thought it was uh, a very real look at the way things are with right. cannabis. You know? um, so what prompted you to make this short film?
7: So, uh, I have to be perfectly honest, it was uh, self-interest serving from the very beginning. Um, I I have I wanted to make a short film kind of as an audition piece uh, to get out there that I was a writer. Uh, and after I got it out there and some people saw it, um, it, it became clear to me that there, this there was a larger message attached to this. I had sort of just viewed it as a storyline that was somewhat personal to me. Mm-hmm. But um, you know, as, as some people saw it, they were like, "This is really a message, uh, you know, to get out there about the in, the inequity of uh, our marijuana laws in right. the United States." Mm-hmm. And uh, in the in the film, uh, it's an older
1: gentleman who's right. who's ill and. Has really doesn't have access legally
7: to cannabis. Right. So the the movie's set in Tennessee, which uh, uh, medical marijuana, recreational marijuana is still completely illegal in Tennessee. Mm-hmm. Um, he's suffering from a terminal cancer. Uh, he's a former police officer who lives with his daughter, who is also a police officer. So he has to illegally buy his. Uh, relief from the kid who lives down the street, all the while hiding it from his daughter, who's a police officer. So.
0: Oh, so like
7: she doesn't? Does no, she, she find out? Well, we or don't it. <laughs> no, 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 no. We, we never. It's it's the, the it's a short film, and it's it's meant to be like one chapter of a book. I kind of filmed it as you know, sort of a teaser to hopefully get someone interested in, you know, making it a larger feature. Yeah. I hope someone is because
1: it brings up so many different issues from uh, the, the stigma attached to it, right. the, how the police handle cannabis. Um, how someone who has a belief system and is working as a police officer and then becomes ill and needs it you know so there's so many when I watched it it is very short but there's so many directions you could take with that it's it's really great oh thanks Uh,
7: one of the the things that we talked about uh, all the way through the filming of it was uh, from the issue standpoint is something doesn't affect you until it affects you Mm -hmm. Um, and it's one of those things where you know the backstory on the main character was that, you know, he was one of those straight and narrow police officers who believed that, you know, any kind of uh, marijuana or drugs or of any of that kind were bad. You know, were meant to people; those people were meant to be in jail and kind of unredeemable. But then when it, that issue affected him, you know, it changed his worldview. So
1: right, and uh, and that's so true for so many things. Right. You know? <laughs> we could we could go down that road I right. think for a while. Um, I think another interesting point in the film um, that I thought of was uh, the miner, who was providing the medicine for him, the cannabis medicine for him, um, and his attitude even, and uh, and the fact that that he the older gentleman had to go to a miner to to get the medicine.
7: Right. So uh, you know the the kid who's selling it to him uh, doesn't smoke at all, and he he views it. Strictly as a business, and his his you know quote is you know I'm learning the principles of the free market system. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's why he's doing this. He's paying it to basically pay his way into college because his family can't really afford to send him to college. So, right, uh, that's that's his impetus to, to right. sell. <laughs> uh
1: uh-huh. And uh, I think it—I think it's really provocative and will make people think. So um, I appreciate you creating that. Oh yeah. Um, I mean, we see it all the time. I mean, let's face it; it's still illegal here in Arkansas. Absolutely. Um, yeah. You know, we—the people spoke. We talk about this all the time. Over two and a half years ago. Unbelievable. And it's still really very illegal, just like yeah. it was before that, Absolutely <laughs> before the people spoke. Um, so that issue, I'm sure, comes up here as well, and, you know, it just treats so many diseases and and diseases that uh, can kill people like cancer and seizures and, you know, it just doesn't make any sense, really.
7: Well, and also, I mean, even, even for the diseases that don't kill, I mean, I, the reason that this story was personal to me is uh, I was diagnosed with Crohn's disease. Uh, when I was in my early 20s, uh, back in 1940. Uh, <laughs> um, and, you know, I was living in New York City, and even then, you know, in New York City, uh, it was completely illegal. And, you know, the doctors tried to put me on all kinds of medication, nothing helped, and it was really the only thing that kept weight on me, gave me an appetite. Mm-hmm. Um, just kind of kept me, you know, level, and I was a fully productive member of society. You know, held a full time job, was a full time actor, musician, right? Um, and uh, it's, uh, yeah, so it treats autoimmune diseases very
1: well, it and does. Crohn's yeah. disease especially. Um, I don't know if you are aware of Colton Turner and his story. I've spoken with him at different festivals okay. and events, but if you look him up, okay. he's a young man who uh, probably would have would have died, or you know, he was very sick and in a wheelchair and the uh, saved his life so, yeah. um, from Crohn's. Um, so you know it's just a very important issue, I'm so glad you're bringing it forward with this film and so uh, right now people actually can't watch it.
7: That's right. right, so we're submitting it to film festivals right now, I have a little Indiegogo campaign uh, going to raise money for film festival uh, submissions. Uh, Mm -hmm. Because there are still 23 states in the United States where medical marijuana is completely illegal. So Mm -hmm. we're especially targeting those states, uh, film festivals, uh, to hope to get that message out there to kind of, like I said, change minds and change views.
1: So great. Thank you for that. There's still so much Reefer Madness here in Arkansas, uh, Mm -hmm. but but all over the country. And so uh, thank you so much for doing that. And um, if you want to give the Indiegogo so people can look it up. Sure.
7: So if you go to Indiegogo.com, you just do a search for chronic short film, or if you go on Facebook and you do a search for chronic short film, uh, it'll take you to that page and there's a, there's a little post there about where you can go to the uh, to the campaign. Wonderful. Thanks so much for being here. Yeah. Man. Thanks for having you, me. appreciate
1: it. I hope you'll stick around Absolutely. for the last part of the show in case people have questions. Sure. Absolutely. Great. The Wendy Lovett Show is sponsored in part by Family Pets Veterinary Care and Acupuncture. And we still cannot access our music and all that, so we'll just keep talking, Topher. All right. <laughs> we have our health guest coming into the studio. Yes. Hello, welcome.
7: Oh, I hi. love your shirt. Oh, thank you. <laughs> um,
1: so our health guest tonight is a certified naturopathic doctor and certified holistic fitness specialist, Jennifer Calvert. and. Taraka White, certified natural health professional, both from NWA Natural Living. Welcome to the show.
7: Thank you. Thank you.
1: I'm so glad you're here. So um, I, I kind of in my introduction gave all your uh, some of your background, but Jennifer, you're quite an accomplished person. Mm
8: -hmm.
1: Thank you. You were a medic in the army.
8: A combat medic and a laboratory specialist.
1: Right. And then you became a a registered nurse.
8: I was a registered nurse, um, and I worked until I uh, couldn't work anymore after a car wreck and a disc rupture in my neck. I had C6 C7 fusion and went along this long health journey.
1: Right. So, uh, like we were just talking about with the film, like it's, it's uh, when something affects you, then you start to look at things a little bit differently. That happened with me as well. Yes. Uh, but you were working in mainstream medicine. Yes, and totally and, believed in it. Mm-hmm, and then you had this accident, and how did it work for you? <laughs>
8: uh, well, um, after about four years of um, doing what they said and taking more and more medications and getting sicker and sicker, um, I decided to see a naturopathic doctor and that started my road to healing and getting off medications and um, And then I was able to be healthy enough to go back to work and I was like, I can't be a nurse anymore, I want to help people get better and right. not just give them a, a band-aid for right. what's going on with them. So,
1: And you know, not all pharmaceuticals are bad, no, um, but there is. there's a lot of polypharmacy issues that yes. lots of people have. Yes. Um, and um, and it doesn't always really get to the root cause.
8: No, no. I mean, it's it's sick care, you know, in the United States. Yeah. We have sick care. We don't have health care. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's not preventive medicine. It's you just want most medical uh, procedures find things. They don't prevent them.
1: Right. Really, what if you're in the market for tests, pills, or surgery, then mainstream medicine yes, is for you, exactly right? for you. Yes, exactly for you. Yes, yeah. yes. And how did you come to this, Jarka?
4: Um, Actually, I was facing a gallbladder removal surgery, and a family member recommended that I see uh, Jennifer, and uh, I was a public school teacher at the time, Um, and of course she helped me greatly with the gallbladder issues I was uh, having at the time, and I didn't have surgery, still have my gallbladder, Um, but really what struck me most was the emotional breakthroughs that I made that I didn't even necessarily realize were such a problem in my life Mm -hmm. um, while I was under. Uh, Jennifer's care and that was kind of my heart as a teacher too, was about trauma in the classroom and how that was impacting children and even seeing it in their parents and how it was just this continuous cycle from generation to generation Mm -hmm. Um, and I just felt helpless a lot of times working with those children and not being able to break through and of course um, the biggest percentage of time was spent dealing with their basic needs Mm -hmm. um, before you could ever touch academics.
1: Right, Um, and I hear that from teachers a lot. yes, Mm Yes. And uh, so it it really was a personal journey for you that brought you to this uh, place, which is great. I think having that personal experience helps when you're working with patients, too. Mm
8: -hmm. Just to say you've been there. Mm -hmm.
1: Absolutely. Right. Which in mainstream medicine, often they don't really want you to do. Either <laughs> um, you're supposed to kind of be this, you know, robotic. You know, hand out the pills and yes. um, and not give personal information. It's not a human interaction. Sometimes, at least, that's how I felt when I was really sick. Yes. Um, that's kind of removed, just in the idea of how medicine is practiced. Um, so this is, it seems it's so much better, yes. you know. <laughs> um, so let's talk a little bit about root cause. Um, okay.
8: So um, root cause. Uh, You have your foundations of health, your hydration, um, your detox, your body's uh, pathways of detox. If they are not open, um, what we're finding is that, and what studies are finding, is that methylation is a huge, huge issue. And what methylation is, it's a pathway in your body um, where your body um, converts specific B B vitamins and proteins into um, neurotransmitters, enzymes, DNA, um, and then um, also glutathione, which pulls toxins and stuff out of your body. If your body cannot remove toxins, they build up, you get sicker and sicker, mm-hmm. and over time, um, you end up with chronic illnesses. Um, there are genetic predispositions to um, lack of methylation, um, some uh, like 6 n 7, 7, t and a one two nine or 128 one two nine eight C, or uh-huh. some genetic mutations that okay. they're finding. Fifty percent of the population has, and
1: they so, can't methylate. So they, methylation is a natural process. A natural I actually process. looked it up because you sent okay. me that word, and I didn't know anything about it. Have you ever heard of methylation? No. No. It's a big word. <laughs> <laughs> um, and it was what I saw was it was talking about um, about you know moving atoms and hydrogen yes. between yes other... you're moving
8: methyl groups okay and that's how your body you know fundamentally uh, detoxes and gets rid of things and um, and like I said it's incremental in the DNA repair uh-huh. cellular repair um, and toxin removal of the body so
1: how is this you know people say to do all different kinds of things to detox like drink lemon water um, take some dandelion root, you know, these kinds of uh, things that people talk about on different, you know, Facebook natural groups and uh, you see all kinds of things about that. Is that enough to affect the methylation process? No,
8: you have to have, um, usually you have to put in some methylated Bs. But the problem we find with uh, people that are struggling with methylation issues, you can over-methylate. So if you go to the um, health food store and buy a methylated B vitamin, that's great. You take it, you feel better. And then all of a sudden you feel worse, and you take more of it, and you still feel worse. Um, but actually, usually you need less, and um, people don't know these things. Interesting.
1: My my cousin is a physician and an herbalist and um, and you know natural doctor. Even though she's she's an MD, but she kind of goes down that the, the road. And oftentimes, you know, different posts I make for uh, bulldozer health education mm-hmm. and various things, she'll write on there. Make sure you see. A physit- You know, a naturopath yes. or a, a certified herbalist. herbalist, someone yes. who, excuse me, someone who really understands this process because you don't know how much to take of no. different things, and everybody <laughs> or is when different. to take it, yes. or, right.
8: And, you know, and we're taught to treat the face you see, or I'm sorry, to address the face you see, because mm-hmm. um, we don't treat it disease, we support the body. Um, and so, you know, we've been trained to look at a person and tell what they need based on face. We also have a bioenergetic uh, bio or meridian stress assessment machine in our office that we use.
1: So you're looking at. You can tell by looking at someone's face, yes. um, what's going on. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Face tongue, nail. Right. right. Interesting. Well, I know, um, like uh, acupuncturists mm-hmm. look at people's tongues usually. Yes. Uh, but I didn't realize that was part of the naturopathic practice. Well,
8: yeah. That's uh, something we can do um, when someone sits down in front of me. Well, I mean. I, Anywhere I go, I'm always looking at people's faces. Oh no! I'm always assessing your nutrient needs. When I look at in the mirror, I
1: assess my at own at nutrient needs. Let's look at Topher Kogan's face for a minute. Uh, Topher's Kogan uh, his
8: face is beautiful. So. Isn't it? Yes. I know. What? I no beautiful skin. Yes. No way. <laughs> <laughs> so, I right, but there's there's that. telltale signs, especially as we age, mm-hmm. um, and usually the younger kids, where they break out, right. give us a lot of indication of, of where their body's stressed and what they might need.
3: Looking stop at looking
9: face. at me like, <laughs>
8: that's
3: she's, why I grew a beard so
9: y'all can't make assessments across from I'll you. let you look at my face if you want to do an example <laughs> um,
8: like I said you're young um, I am yeah. wearing makeup so I don't know if that affects it um, I, you know, maybe a little um, lung stress I don't see any um, uh, I vape okay well yeah. Yeah. yeah, So yeah, that and that adds stress to your lungs. Okay, okay. You hey, I need to know. <laughs> need to know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, that's Let's why I was like hard. I gotta You're I gotta, I gotta it's about magic. It. No, okay. okay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but no, I mean but like I said, just right off the bat, I mean that was really the only thing that stands out to me if you could stick out your tongue. Okay, I do see some uh, spleen stress, so your immune system might be struggling a little bit. Yeah. I have
9: been very sick for the past few mm-hmm. months. Okay.
8: Well, see, look at that. Um, you and I also Wendy. see maybe some hydrochloric acid issues, so you may not be hydrated enough to make hydrochloric acid. I
9: have been having a lot of trouble drinking water. You are so <laughs> on point.
8: It's <laughs> <laughs> like, like yes,
3: better. I am unhealthy. Wow. <laughs>
1: Kind of, hey know, now, that's, hey that's, it's
8: really interesting, though. Um, it's probably hard to turn that
1: off when you're. Like, you it is know, very hard. Like I said, you know, I can't
8: look. And I, watching, um, what it was there was an advertisement with someone's eyes. And when you do urology, and I was like, oh, she can't process proteins. <laughs> <laughs> well, she, she has a uterus issue. You know, and like, oh, she's had her gallbladder out right. just by looking at by someone's looking eyes. At someone. so,
1: uh, with this assessment, you're, you can tell what systems might need some support. Yes, and help. exactly. And So it's not really um, symptom-driven. No, it's, I, w-
8: I want to look at the stressors of the body, and a lot of the times people come in and they want to work on one thing, and I look at their body and I'm like, I don't really think you're ready to work on that. Okay. Let's right. work on supporting this system or this system, um, and then your body will be ready. Nice. And we can address that.
1: And so with the methylation, um, people really aren't aware, I don't mm-hmm. think, unless unless they are, you know. Yeah. I mean, some yes, people are. People, but, some people that are so sick. Though, but I would no. say, you know, the average person probably doesn't have any idea of whether that's an issue for them. And I know that you were saying that that really is one of the I mean, honestly, big root t- causes of disease. Yes, in
8: today's day and age, with our toxin uh, load that we come into contact with, I would say 99% of the people have methylation issues. 50% of the population has an MTHFR gene mutation that actually um, slows down their methylation or prevents their me- methylation depending on the severity of it. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, honestly, I feel like that that is one of the root causes. And if you can support methylation and get the body detoxing properly, getting rid of things that have built up, um, then you can start dealing with these chronic things because all a disease is is a name for a set of symptoms. Mm-hmm. Right.
4: So yeah. we're not just talking about the physical body there's also you know the emotional side yes. and methylation plays a role in that as well
1: okay. Yeah I mean uh, emo- the emotional side of things um, you know I feel like mainstream medicine has very little to offer people. It's yes. really just you know pills mm-hmm. and uh, I don't even really like to call it medication. Uh, personally, it's pills, you know, yes. and, um, you know, it seems like that would interfere with the processes going on in the body. It does, and there are some, kind of support if you, it. yes, there's yeah.
8: some methylation, uh, when you get the test, you'll get a list of medications you never need to take, mm-hmm. and the majority of people that uh, are in THFR do not need a statin, and look at the statin use in our country. Right. Um, you preach in the choir with that. I got so. very
1: sick from a statin drug. I ended up in a power wheelchair, because I, I, oh uh, contracted dermatomyositis, which is a very less than 1% of people who take a statin drug will get dermatomyositis, but my body started eating my skin and muscle cells. Oh. So, you know, it uh, it is given out like candy, candy. you know, mm-hmm. it's, it's on a, most people's med list. And I think they keep changing what cholesterol level is. It used
8: to be 220, and yeah. now they lowered it to 200, and the last thing I saw, the American Heart Association wants to lower it to 180. Wow. And you can't repair nerves without... Cholesterol. You can't make hormones, sex hormones, without cholesterol. You, your body requires cholesterol, and only uh, 10% of your cholesterol comes from your food. 90% is made by the liver in response to inflammation. So,
1: mm-hmm. thank you for saying that. Uh, <laughs> it's in fact, <laughs> yes. um, It's something that I learned later. Yes. Um I never actually had high cholesterol, but I had heart stents, and it's part of their protocol. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I think people just have to ask a lot of questions and do their own research and sp- and speak to people like you who are looking at healing the body, yes. not just at the whole adding the pills. She knows. To give her- <laughs> she knows. <laughs> <laughs> she can just look at you and she knows. See <laughs> <it>. <laughs> Uh, what are you doing in the clinic, um, Tarek? What What is your uh, specialty?
4: Um, well, I am a certified natural health professional, which is just kind of a step down from where Jennifer is. I'm mm-hmm. a few years behind in my studies. But, um, you know, we work side by side. Of course, if there's something that comes along, I need to step over and ask questions of her. But I'm working to offer everything she does. Great. You know. um, we also do specialized kinesiology to help with the emotions and yes. take stress off the body as well.
1: Right, and so for our listeners and viewers, what is kinesiology?
4: That really works with the um, meridian systems of the body. Um, so instead of doing perhaps acupuncture, we might use acupressure points um, mm-hmm. in place of those and just kind of work to change the energy and energy, um, the way it's processing throughout your system. You right. know, and it could be around something that you're feeling physically or emotionally that can okay. be relieved through that process. Okay.
1: Great. And so, uh, where can people uh, reach out to you?
8: Uh, we are on Facebook uh, at NWA Natural Living. Hello? Is it LLC? Do you have that on that one? I'm sorry. <laughs> sorry, I didn't think about that. Um, and you may also reach us uh, at 479-200-5211. Um, we are planning on starting uh, some classes on the um, uh, on how to detox and rebuild your body. Um, they're going to be free uh, mm-hmm. starting in uh, June on the second Mondays of the month. At Wonderful. It's 6 o'clock. Uh, they'll be I open to that. public and you can come. We're going to start with resetting your body, then we're going to start with detoxing and remove in uh, July, Nice, removing things from the body um, and build from there. And then we'll work on emotions and uh, recharging your body. And, uh, Great classes
1: removing, so. for people to learn about their health. But It'll take come them ahead. step
8: by step through the process. of building monthly classes. First we're going to reset with getting toxins out and things like that. But,
1: Great. Um, so really and so people life. can find that on the website. Yes, we'll be creating the one.
8: event very, very soon.
1: Wonderful. And you'll be at the Green Heart Festival, yes, too. Yes, I will. Yes. I'll
8: be doing some of that face reading, so be, be <laughs> sure to come by and see us.
1: Excellent. Well, thanks for being here, and I hope you'll stay in case people have questions you want to call in. Um, we're going to we're going to open the phone lines in a moment, and the number is 479-966-4667. And... Uh, Um, Tonight, as I said, if you call in, you'll be entered to win two tickets to see Samantha Hunt on Saturday night. And the Wendy Love Ed Show with Topher Kogan is sponsored in part by Lit Smoking Supplies. So, we are opening the phone lines 479-966-4667. Everybody, get back in here! (laughs) (laughs) You may want to bring a, a chair if you'd like. We, yeah. have, we have everybody in the studio. I'm going to say Foggy Bobcat correctly now. <laughs> 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 they are here with us, and um, Jennifer Calvert is an actress. Do you want to take some
3: time to talk about
1: the Greenheart Festival real quick? Sure, we can talk about it. Yeah, We've got, uh, Well, you're performing, Zach. I am performing. <laughs> That's why he wanted us yeah. to talk about it. No, I'm uh, so conceited. <laughs> <laughs> Zach's band, Moonsong, is opening the festival. And we're pretty excited about that. That's after um, the, the uh, land acknowledgement by Olivia Morgan. Gonna, uh, she's a Native American woman, and we're excited about her doing that. And then we have Moonsong And great speakers. Mark Kinnon will be speaking. John Miller from Arkansas. Um, cannabis Education, I'll be speaking. Chopra Kogan will be there. Will I be talking? Do I need to speak? If you'd like to speak. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs>
0: I just have to sit in the corner
1: <laughs> with my son. <laughs> what will your son say? I'm Topher, black boy. <laughs> <laughs> just to make everyone a little uncomfortable. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um So I don't know, if Jennifer, do you want Jennifer to look at your faces Foggy foggy <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I wanna
9: know. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> or Jamie's here with us too, Jamie go. I
9: have a question. Oh, okay, Isabel. Um. I was just thinking about this when we were talking about Chronic, and um, I remember watching this video on YouTube. It's probably satire, but I'm not really for sure. And um, it was like police officers smoking weed for the first time.
3: Oh, yeah. And
9: there. there was this one part where they handed him a pipe that was full, and they handed him a lighter, and they were like, All right, there you go. There you're set. And he lights it from the underside like a crack yeah. pipe. He
1: yeah.
3: <laughs> yeah. Like, heats it up from the bottom.
1: <laughs> Who would not know where to light it? That's really uh, interesting. That's, that's definitely How happened, that happened to me at parties, and
3: I'm always just like, are you a
1: cop? How did you get in here? I have sign. never seen that happen. <laughs> Have you seen that movie? No. no, I haven't seen things.
9: I feel like you have to be very far <laughs> removed from like the real world to do something like that. I know, right? Just trying <laughs> your best. <laughs> yeah.
1: So, as um, naturopath and health providers, as well, what are your thoughts on cannabis as a medicine?
8: Um, well, that's very controversial. Um, it we is. do carry CBD and recommend it. Oh, you do? Yes, Great. Um, because I do. We have an endocannabinoid system. You can't, you know. Yes. You can't get away from that. Um, that's what our opioids tend to work with so um, cannabis I do feel like it has potential for abuse but I do feel like it has more potential as a medicinal I mean mm-hmm. it's just like anything you can abuse anything
1: absolutely um, right. but and it's not I for mean, everybody no you know? it's not
8: for everybody it's just mm-hmm. like you know supplements you know you don't need all supplements all the time right um, you need what your body needs um, Crohn's very good for them mm-hmm. um, like he was talking about um, a lot of autoimmune, or uh, it's beneficial. I know seizure disorder in right. kids. I mean, there's parents that have moved to states that are open to, or that have you know medical marijuana, right, um, to treat their kids because the only thing that would help their kids was
1: right. You know. There's definitely refugees. It's kind yes. of crazy, you know. Like we're all one country, and of course the states have power under different things. But I really am hopeful that the government will end prohibition and deschedule. They descheduled him. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, more people are able to carry CBD. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, and that,
8: you know, it works on a few receptors, you know, a lot of the receptors, but there's still the THC portion that is beneficial for some people. It is, right. Like I said, especially seizure. Di- seizure, se- seizure. We're all tongue-tied tonight. <laughs> <laughs> seizure disorder. And um, yeah, yeah, it's so. definitely
1: for certain conditions. I really like it in Oklahoma that, they don't really have medical conditions listed the physician makes the determination based on the health of the patient mm-hmm. i really hope that in that all states will go to that eventually is uh, i know here you know the nonprofit i started Bulldozer Health, help we help patients to get the doctor visit for free and i in arkansas i have to ask them to make sure they have a condition on the list which is very short <laughs> um, but, you know, we can't really help them unless they have one of those conditions on that limited list. Um, um, if anyone would like to call in and join the conversation, it's 479-966-4667. Um, I want to ask a boring
0: question about filmmaking. <laughs> about <laughs>
1: filmmaking. I know you do. Um,
0: so, how long did it take you to, I guess, I guess uh, conceive of the film and then like shoot it? In that process of
7: it. Oh yeah, sorry. Uh, So, it took about, it took a couple of months to write Mm -hmm. uh, the script, Um, and then you, you know, you have to approach the production company, get, uh, you know, get all the crew together, and that took another couple of months, and then actually the filming of it only took two days. That was the shortest part of the whole process, and then the editing took another couple of months, Um, So all in all, I mean, we we shot this thing a year ago in May, and and it's just now to the point where we're submitting to film festivals. So it's it's been about, you know, a little over a year-long process. Oh, okay. And did you film it here in New York? We filmed it here in Fayetteville, Okay. Oh, pretending to be Tennessee. I didn't
1: realize that. Yeah, it was in in Fayetteville, yeah. Yeah, um, well I guess it could look similar to some places in Tennessee. Absolutely, you can, yeah. You can definitely get away with that. Yeah, so it was a whole year-long process. It was. We had to
7: disguise uh, license plates, make sure that all the license uh, plates were out of the frames so that nobody uh, could see we were in Arkansas. Oh. So we have someone That's who, good attention to detail. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: We, we have someone who edits our show, and Isabel has been learning editing. So that she's going to start to take that over. I'm trying. Do you have any advice uh, about editing? Attention to detail,
7: <laughs> continuity. You know. When oh, you, I'm you, a perfectionist. You, a cut, you know, make sure that you're carrying over the continuity from the previous shot. So
9: I'd also like to ask if you have any advice for screenwriting because I've been trying to get into that recently. And that's, sure. Yeah. I mean, it's. I, I hear that's one of the hardest jobs to do. Is the the writing?
7: I mean, it's. I, I've been a longtime actor, the, my job as an actor uh, for many years was working on new plays, uh, and so I was I spent a lot of time with playwrights uh, and just sort of watching them do that process of developing a new work. Uh, you know, and it's just the basic story concept of beginning, middle, and end. You know, there are nine points that you're so, kind of supposed to hit in every story, and you can I mean, it, seriously, if you just look up screenwriting tips online, it'll give you those nine. There's so many, so many articles.
1: (laughs) Well, Topher's done quite a bit of writing for different things that we've done. He's a um, great writer. Oh, you know. they great get a skin f- great writer <laughs> yeah you know, they get a few <laughs> likes on
0: twitter and instagram
1: no i don't know what happened to that remember that grow rights film that you made that little short? oh yeah I've what is it, that I that's know. so funny I still it, it was great he he actually shot it in in like a garden in walmart <laughs> 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 we're that's talking about I grow know. rights for cannabis but uh But it was it was great. We have to we have to find that. Oh yeah, post it a little Mm -hmm. vintage thing. (laughs) (laughs) Vintage. (laughs) (laughs) Vintage. I don't know what qualifies as vintage. Does anyone know vintage I have no idea. Old.
3: Yeah, I think it's just an arbitrary
1: there must be some guideline to say this, this makes this vintage. But you could say what really
0: is new if it's all been done before, you know.
3: Yeah, I mean like how old is your vintage, right? Like a minute ago, it's technically a vintage. Yeah.
0: Well,
9: here's a measurable amount. My friend, who is going to be on the show later, Ricky with the odds, he mm-hmm. has an older Jeep and he just got his plates redone and he got antique plates. And he said right, that right, now, right. Okay. what they're doing with antique plates is the car has to be at least 40 years old.
1: Oh, okay. So, so I feel like that's a some, little bit. They've come up with some over. arbitrary guideline <laughs> yeah. to tell us what vintage is. But, it's, but it's, to Oprah's it's point, that's a really philosophical thought. Has everything been done? I don't know. <laughs> has everything really been done? Foggy
3: Bobcat, has everything been done? Well, I don't think anyone's written Blackout before. <laughs> that helps. Yeah, there you go. I
1: know what you mean, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, in a way, but there is, there. I think there is new, I was thinking about music, so I'm not a musician, but it seems like there's only so many combinations, right? Like
0: Yeah. You know, oh, that's, out of the stars born that's what Sam Elliott uh-huh. he was like there's only 12 notes <laughs> and like, I, I'm like this is a movie so. well I thought that's
1: about true. this because every so often someone sues an- another band for using mm-hmm. what sounds like their song right but oh my god but that, can, that must happen all the time
6: well I think there's uh, a beauty in that too though because there's something about like remembering Old things and that nostalgia. And right. Sometimes, like, if you not to call anyone out, can I name artist names? Yeah, in sure. Name? Okay. <laughs> uh, if drama. you if you Spill the listen tea. to Sam Smith's "Stay with Me," mm-hmm. and then if you listen to Tom Petty's "I Won't Back Down," oh. they are like
7: mm-hmm.
6: identical. Melodies. I am going Ooh. to do that seriously, like the same
0: song.
1: Don't touch my um, Tom Petty that way. And that, that makes think <laughs> of. Um,
0: uh, has everybody seen Deadpool Two? I know you haven't. I've seen Deadpool One. Saw it actually. on a plane. I have not no. Seen oh, okay. Um, when he was, was talking t- about, um, uh, do you want to build a snowman? And Papa, can you hear me? I was yeah. like, this is true. Mm-hmm. Yeah, They're the same, same song. song.
1: <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, yeah. see, I think that that probably happens a lot. But I think as a musician, you have to kind of check that, don't you? kind
5: of. If, bit, it, if yeah. it matches
6: to the song that it's being compared to, to like a certain percentage, I'm not sure what that percentage is, um, then it can be, like, you know, considered for a
9: lawsuit, but for the most part, like, there are hundreds of songs that have the same
6: exact chord progression, per se, but each artist puts their own unique spin on it. Okay. All right.
9: I don't know if this is just a thing that I do, but I catch myself a lot when I'm writing music. I'll just be like oh, this is the exact same song that I was listening to like two hours oh, ago. Yeah, yeah. I've written
6: a lot of songs that I'm like, this is going to be gold. And then I'm like, this is not That's exactly song. it. That's exactly
9: it. And you're so excited because you're like, oh my God, this is the best thing I've ever done. This is just then a paradise like, nice song.
6: Oh yeah. uh, <laughs> <laughs> just all the time. If you can write a Bright Eyes song, then. <laughs> uh, but some
1: the <laughs> run when it happens in yeah. there's lawsuits and such. You would think that that musician would notice that as well. Like you.
7: Not not so much because if uh, a lot of times it it kind of creeps into your mm-hmm. subconsciousness as yeah. you're writing it. You don't even realize you're doing it. Okay. And especially if it's like a song from long ago. Uh, I, I was in a band and we wrote a song and. The introduction sounded so familiar to me, and then finally we determined it was uh, the KKK took my baby away by <laughs> Ramones. Um, wow! Uh, you know, and I was like, okay, I knew that that was in my mind somewhere, but that's where it yeah. came out. You know, yeah. which
0: and I think the same thing um, like can happen in up, like um, cryptomnesia. Yeah. Like yeah, like that can happen all the time of when like you hear something from a while ago and you're like, what is that? And you just like think it's funny and you think you thought of it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've it doesn't had... happen to me. But. I've had instances where I thought
9: a thing happened to me, Mm -hmm. and then I told a friend about it, and they were like, dude, that was my story. And I was like, oh my
0: god, are you serious? You're a story stealer. I
9: am. I'm also a lighter thief. (laughs) Like, real bad. Like, it's it's a problem. So is our singer.
6: He, uh, like, well, he, I remember one day after a show, I don't remember what show it was, but I think he had, like, 11 lighters in his... Jacket. Oh. I
9: think my uh, oh my uh, my highest number is about five, <laughs> but that think, was at a party. I
1: think that yeah. happens. That happens a lot. You know, you have to you have to mark your. Yeah, your I, you your always customers. have to give them back mm-hmm. if you realize that you sold a lighter.
3: In high like, school, I took a lighter and I hot glued a bunch of thumbtacks, like pointed end out all the way uh-huh. and I could only keep it in my car because I didn't want to keep it in my pocket because it's covered in spikes but nobody stole it because it's the most uncomfortable but thing to use.
9: How'd you use <laughs> it? You, you
3: had to like hold the bottom of it with your thumb and then like flick it from the top. <laughs> 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 so it was
1: like a secret trap. Well, yeah it was
3: supposed to be like a death trap.
1: Well this show has flown by mm-hmm. and uh, thank you so much Jennifer and tonight. Oh,
4: my goodness. Okay. Tarika. Tarika. I keep not Terica. saying it correctly. Terica. It's just the night. It's a <laughs> beautiful name. Taraka,
1: because I, w- I won something once. It's Taraka. Come on, Taraka. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds. It does sound kind of grandiose when you say it that way. Thanks so much for being here. We look forward to seeing you at the Greenheart Festival. And thanks so much to Foggy Bobcat and Jamie Magal. And it's been a great show. Mm-hmm. He's been Topher, and she's been Wendy. We'll catch you next week. Bye.